correct hand, or you can go ahead and introduce us. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Podcast. I'm Tanner Kerwin, and that, and Miss. Then there's Mr. McGee, and there he Ren. is. That's me. <laughs> and Ren. And then Ren. There's there's Ren too. And uh, I should warn our listeners: some of us are eating right right now. Which, if I understand, the majority of us are. We are recording this around lunchtime, and people people have to eat. I already ate lunch. I had, I had some time earlier. Uh, but go ahead Not and eat. Um, should I should I mention what this episode? Oh, and we might be joined at some point by Evan. He Evan, may be, be joining Evan. us. So Evan, if, if you can hear us out there, <laughs> although if he he would hear this well after the the day we're we're recording this, so mm-hmm. probably yes, probably. So we are here to discuss. Um, I think this is our third week in a, in a row. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Although we were talking about. Um, this, the schedule might have to change, but we can talk about that later. So we're discussing episode three of uh, season one of Stranger Things. The episode is titled Holly Chichali. And is it because of the the lights, the Christmas uh-huh. lights? Probably. I would imagine so. I don't think that was the brand name on any, any of the boxes. When uh, Nancy, that's her, no, it's not Nancy. Uh, Joyce. Joyce. Joyce, thank you. When Joyce went to the to the hardware store and bought like every single Christmas light, I bet that was like fifty bucks. <laughs> it had to be a lot of money, and I kind of thought it was off season. Although it does seem to be like fall ish, I think, because mm-hmm. they did go back to school, and when they were outside at the um pool, there was all the um steam coming off the water, uh-huh. which means the air is colder than the water. That's science. I know many. And there's a lot of leaves on the ground. And there's a lot of leaves on the ground. So exactly. all the evidence suggests that we are in the season. Deductive reasoning. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you guys are smart. And uh, so maybe a hardware store would have Christmas lights in the fall. It's possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess. Even in it's 19- after Halloween, probably. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Having just like Wait, Christmas lights for Halloween. Is it after Halloween? Have they mentioned that? What? No, okay, I'm thinking of something else. You guys watched this on Netflix, correct? Mm-hmm. You didn't watch it on Netflix? What'd you I got some CDs from the library. I watched, yeah, that's that's how I watched it yesterday, too, because my wife bought the the uh, DVDs. The only bad part about the DVDs is you have to sit through that, the, the commercials for season two of Stranger Things, mm-hmm. and the commercial for Daredevil. Sure. It took forever, but in season two, they go, go trick or treating dressed as the Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. Yes, that was when I was in sixth grade. When you were wait, when you went trick or treating as the Ghostbusters? No, no, in sixth grade, I remember. T- I remember people talking about that. Oh, they talked about trick or treating as the Ghostbusters. When was the last time you went trick or treating, Tanner? And I'm not, judging. I'm not judging at all. You can go trick or treating this year if you want. Um, I run one last year, huh? You won last year. There's actually a funny story from that. I would like to hear this. Last year, um, it was right around the time I came in as trans, so I was like, you know what? I'll do my final stint with feminine clothes. So I wore oh. stilettos. Oh wow! They were like, they were pretty tall, uh, and they were boots. And I walked around and. Three miles with those on. Okay. I had so bad these blisters, and I had to have someone carry me home. Really? Yeah. Okay. Wait. Actually, I forgot to say something. Yes. It was actually freshman this year, or last, like in 2020 Halloween. That's when I was last. Last time you went. So last Halloween you went trick or treating. Yeah, with all my friends, with all the friends. Well, did did you have a costume on or no? Yeah, I did. What was your costume? If you don't mind. I was Jason. Oh, Jason. All right. Good choice. So you were Jason and Ren. You had heels. Were you going as like a character or just a I mean, last? I looked like um, Heather Chandler from Heather's. I had a blonde wig on and a red dress. Oh, run. okay. Heather from, from the movie Heather's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've seen that movie. Okay. Wow. Tanner, have you seen Heather's? No. It's a dark teenage comedy from the 80s, I think. Pretty dark. It's I funny. It's a Just saying, and the Stranger Thing is set in the eighties. It is right. It all ties everything. Oh, ties it? I think not. Did you did you notice in, in that movie um, the actress who's the the main character? 
Uh, well, she's Veronica. Yeah, she's Joyce in Stranger Things, I think. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, that is that is her. She was also in. That's Winona Ryder, right? She was also in. Mm -hmm. uh, we've, I mentioned this before. Go, no, not Ghostbusters. Uh, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Thank you. And Edward Scissorhands. And she's in Heather's. Heather's, I feel like, is the most obscure of those of those movies. Everybody knows Beetlejuice. No, the the one that like if people have people are maybe have heard of uh, Edward Scissorhands. They probably heard of Beetlejuice, but Heather's, I don't think a lot of people have heard of. I know for a musical. Oh, there's a musical version of it. Mm -hmm. Heather's the musical. It's pretty I good. Me to a musical, Tanner. It's, it's a story about these uh, a high school where uh, the kids start killing themselves, basically. Wow. And it's a comedy. It's a very dark comedy. I don't know why I'm laughing. It is funny though. It's it's a little messed up. There are some very messed, messed up fun here. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> So, uh, all right, so it always ties back to the 80s, and that is the um, decade that Stranger Things. It's 1983 we established, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. so we start talking about this episode, Holly, Holly Jolly. Then. Yeah, okay, yeah. Let's be jolly about it, though. One of our favorite characters is, is in the beginning of this episode. Oh, yeah. But then, uh, Barb. yes, Barb. Barb awakens in the Upside Down. Mm -hmm. In the pool with the no water. Pool. Right. So I guess isn't the upside down? It's like a parallel universe where everything is like weird and there's monsters and weird the vegetation. What what I've what I've gathered is that yeah. it's it's basically a universe where you can interact with objects in the normal or normal world. Right. But you, but you they can't see. You. Right. Because because that's what Will Byers does. You make the lights turn turn on and off. Every so often, it looks like something is trying to force its way from the one universe to the other. Like I mean, the, we did like see that though. Wall, there was that whole card. Yeah, we did that. We seen that in the last episode, but in this episode, obviously, the Demogorgon came through. So right, there is that scene where Nancy oh, was yeah. outside and you saw I something kind of um, startled her. I know. I want to know what that is. The scene where. Uh, the, the other mom brought over the casserole, and the little girl was in the in the. Oh bedroom. yeah! Oh, that was pretty creepy. She was looking at the wall, and it looked like something was going to come come through the wall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I don't think anything actually did. No, it was like a hand like pushing through. That was it. So we have we have Barb in the beginning. I felt like this episode was sad. I didn't like all the parts with like Nancy wondering where Barb is. That bothered me because poor Barb. Yeah, I think I it bothered me because she didn't notice. She found her car still parked where she left it when they went to um, Mark One Golf. <laughs> it's a Mark One Golf. Is it? Yeah. I didn't realize that. And there's a bug in the background. Oh, okay. So, uh, so what happened? Uh, so Barb is in the upside down and she gets caught by some kind of weird monster and dragged off off screen. We'll just say he's dead. Right. And then uh, we mentioned the Christmas lights. Um, Joyce begins to realize that uh, Will is using, like, he can turn the lights on and off or something. Mm -hmm. The first part is like making the line, right? Yeah. And then she, was that before she got the Christmas lights or after? So that was when after she got them, but then when the other mom came over. So the girl actually followed the lights. Oh, yeah, into the bedroom. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Because the first part, the older brother, Will's older brother, uh, the guy who was taking the the, the pictures. Jonathan. Jonathan, thank you. Uh, he heard his mom like making some noise or something. He went in and she had the the lamps around her, uh -huh. and he thought she was insane. Apparently. Um, but then what she did made a lot of sense, where she put the lights on the wall and she painted the alphabet. Like a leaderboard. Yeah. And yeah. Then, then this is like at the end, but he spells out, she says, where are you? And he spells out right here. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, what should I do? And he spells out, run. Get out. Run. I remember that I remember that shot. It was like, R. And then it went over to you. And then it like went up to N and it was kind yeah. of. And then, and then the other guy came out of the wall. I think he did, right? Didn't yeah, because his, his face was closed, but yeah, he came out Yeah, of right, because his face kind of opens up like a flower almost. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Although, although when he came and seen, or she came and seen Jonathan, I was like, "Why aren't you running? He's <laughs> coming after you." So then, uh, 
so what else happens in this episode? Uh, Hopper goes to the research facility and they watched like some footage. There was that oh yeah. yeah. And they were like, I can tell this is fake because it's not raining in the video. Right, right. It was raining that night in the video. It Pretty was smart of him. I gotta say, I'm impressed. Dude, Hopper is so big brain. He's, He's next so level. Uh -huh. And then and then he and the other uh, police officer go to the the library and they're looking up all kinds of information on Hawkins and MK Ultra. Mm -hmm. And I have you know how it like to end with a quiz at the end at the end i have an mk ultra quiz uh -oh. Uh oh i'm gonna fail well it's all good. don't don't have a negative attitude so i'm uh, positive but, I'm mk ultra that was a real uh cia mind control uh oh whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. from 1953 to 1973-3 uh, i should probably say this but you know for later but it was an actual thing what they drug people. MK. I do know this. I do know this actually. Yeah, I forget what the MK um stands for. Uh, but they were Mark. the Soviet Union and China. It means mind China. control, but they spelled control wrong. I think that's what it was, yeah. They America was afraid <laughs> that uh, China and Russia were making uh, advances in mind control. And other, I think like psychic things too. So they started yeah. the experiment. And they Although I can say something about that. Project Kronos. Have you ever heard of that or no? Kronos. I don't know if I've heard of that. What's what's that from? Is it's like this. It's like this. It's like real life. It's actually I think it's like mind control as well. Okay. I haven't. It's on a podcast. I haven't watched. I haven't seen oh, it yet. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There's been lots of. Uh, that's kind of what the quiz I have um, for you guys. It's related to different movies and TV shows and other things that have uh, video games that have referenced because it's you know, if you watch a lot of movies or television shows uh, a lot of like science fiction science fiction -y kind of stuff they mentioned that a you're lot. gonna talk about the MCU aren't you <laughs> yeah. so uh, Sheriff Hopper finds out that there was a woman named Terry Ives whose daughter was taken away by uh, Runner, you know the guy with white yeah. hair, who Eleven apparently called Papa. Yeah, Papa. Eleven calls him Papa. Is that her actual father, or is she? Just no, no. They okay. kidnapped her and inducted her into thinking that she doesn't have a family beyond Papa. Okay. It's wait, a way of emotionally wait, manipulating she, her. Wait. So the mom has stolen kid, right? Yeah. So that yeah. could be Eleven. Yeah, it is Eleven. I think we're supposed to make that con connection. Yeah. And I think. In later episodes, they use that more because right now he's just trying to, to figure out what's what's happening. Hello, this is Mr. McGee, the sponsor of the Wilmington High School AV Club and the, I guess you could say, co-host of the podcast that you are listening to right now. The episode you're currently listening to was uh, interrupted. Well, the, the recording was interrupted by a school administrator. Uh, we had to talk to him for a while. Uh, one of the one of the students had to leave and help him. Uh, he and I talked for for a while. It was a good conversation. Um, you know, hopefully it'll uh, clear up some of the concerns that that we've been having. But I just wanted to uh, drop this message here uh, so you'll understand what's happening when the uh, conversation seems to suddenly stop and then pick, pick up again. I, I would also like to um, mention that in addition to myself, uh, Tanner, and uh, Ren, we are also joined by the latest addition to the Wilmington High School AV Club, Evan. So uh, I take you back to the podcast already in progress. Okay, sorry, we had to uh, do a little bit of editing. We were uh, momentarily interrupted. Uh, the last thing we were talking about was Eleven being taken away from her parents or her mother, I think, right? Terry yeah. Ives. Tanner, does that sound right? Yeah, that sounds right. Okay, and I should also, I should also mention that we have uh, joining us Evan. Hello. There he is. 
good to, good to hear from Evan. And uh, Ren had to step out for a second, but Ren should be back. So, um, Tanner, we were just saying that uh, Eleven calls him Papa, right? Yeah. All right, but she's not hit. I'm hearing myself echoing back, and it's a little <laughs> distracting. Uh, he's not her actual father? No. I don't think so. Okay. So there was a scene where she was watching television, and there was a Coke commercial, I think, right? Yeah. And Coke then that commercial. made her think about the uh, Coke, Coke can. Right. And that was like some kind of weird psychic test. Yeah, they were monitoring her brainwaves. She had that thing on her head. Yep. Right. And she was unable to destroy, or no, she was able to destroy the pop can. Yeah. But then the other test, what was the other test? The cat. I don't know what she was doing with the cat, but there was a cat. Right. Like she was supposed to harm it or something. Or like calm it and down. That might have actually been it. Calm it down. Calm the cat down. Runs back, so I'm going to ask for no, trying to kill the cat. Trying to kill the cat. What? Yeah. The entire scene was about her trying to kill it. Oh, because she crushed the pop can. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, so she was trying trying to kill it. Uh, she was unable to do that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And she didn't want to. Probably yeah, because she had a cat. Did she, did she have a cat? She had well, a there stuffed was, like, animal. A cat, right? Oh, she had a stuffed animal cat. She saw something on television that reminded her of it, right? It she saw the Coke the, can. Well, Coke the Coke can. commercial. Yeah. And but then, the cat, there was a cat that was screeching at her. Yeah, as she was waiting for the people to show up. Oh, that was the boys. When she yeah. was watching television. That's right. That was when she met the boys in the at the fence or something. Mm -hmm. right. Oh, although I got to say something, though. Remember Please when? Do. Remember when um, Dustin, isn't the guy with no teeth? Two teeth? Dustin? That's Dustin, yeah. So Dustin, you know how he threw the Millennium Falcon and she lifted or she the Millennium wanted Falcon, to yeah. And then she lifted it after they were gone. She was making it just hover in the air there. Yeah. yeah. She's so cool. Yeah. And, and there's there's one thing I feel like I should I should mention. Uh the Millennium Falcon that they had in the basement, I don't think that was the same uh Millennium Falcon toy that was available back back in the eighties. There was a Millennium Falcon toy that was available in the eighties, but I don't think it was that thick. Mm. I think it was. Uh, I would have to. I would have that. to go to my grandma's house. My dad actually does have a Millennium Falcon. Yeah, that one looked a little bit too thick. I know there was one that was made like in the two thousands or something. Uh, Here, I'll Google. So, all right, you Google that. You get back to us on that. Um, so then there's the part with uh, Jonathan's camera right oh he was developing pictures at school oh yeah and then the yeah. ones where I'm like that's pretty weird those pictures right there and yeah on them. especially the one picture yeah. which is like what's her face in the window taking off her shirt you saw her back yeah but you can nancy. see that she was nancy thank you yeah that was weird he should not have taken that picture much less should he have developed it at school but he probably did. But you know what? He Why doesn't have his school? own. Out of all the he doesn't have his you own. Do that, you do it at school. Come on. Yeah. Okay, so I did find one, but it's like super small. So it's not like the big ones that they had. You found a picture on your phone of the Millennium Falcon. Are there two different versions? Is there an older one and a. This is the 80s one. Uh, but are there, is there like a one from the 80s and one from later? No, I feel like they got the. I feel like they had the later model, which didn't exist in 1983. Well, it's not that important. I feel like I'm being I kind know, of a but, dork for uh, why not? saying that was because it's just a Millennium Falcon toy. Come on, you got to be accurate. Uh, you got to be accurate. So, how did we feel when um, Steve destroyed Jonathan's camera? I didn't. That, I mean, like, was I know he's being a creep, but he didn't deserve for his camera to be destroyed. Ron, how do you feel about that? You didn't like I him taking. Was, I don't I think it was Steve's plan to destroy the camera. I think mm. it was the friend's plan more oh. to destroy the camera, and they kind of peer pressured him into breaking it. He, yeah, I see what you're saying. He did. I mean, he was holding it. He was like, "Here, take it," and then he <laughs> purposely let it fall on the. On the uh, on the ground. I don't remember. I know we're not supposed to like Steve, but 
Um, he's not as horrible as he could be. I feel. Especially as his friends. His friends are disgusting. They're, they're terrible. Yeah, I, yeah. There's nothing redeeming about them. Um, there is the scene where Nancy comes to, to school and she's afraid like that he's gone around and told everyone yep. that you know they had sex, but he didn't. He didn't tell anybody. And he's like, he says to her, "Don't worry, I didn't tell anybody." And I'm like, "All right." He recognizes that she was worried about that, and he didn't tell anyone. And then uh, later on, yeah, later on when when they were eating lunch and they were talking about all that kind of weird yeah, stuff. Yeah, they were screaming. Oh, that was awful. Ugh. He didn't enjoy it. So. Um, which does kind of, and I don't want to give you any spoilers, but uh, Steve does become a main character he later, does. and he gets more likable. He gets much more likable. He's so much more likable. Oh, he's. I actually like him now. He's, <laughs> he becomes like a lot of people's favorite character, or one mm -hmm. of your favorite characters. So wait, are you watching season two? If I can find it, I if will. You can find it. Okay, because uh, that happens, I think, in the second season. I gotta say something now. Go ahead and say I something. seen a picture. I, I seen the picture for the Stranger Things season three. They look so much older than they did in the first season. They were they were supposed to already start filming uh, season four, but the pandemic hit, and they just started filming like in October. But they were supposed to start at the beginning of the year. Mm. So if you think they looked older mm. in the season three poster, season four they're going to look a, a lot older. Obviously, need to get new actors. They're too old. So uh, they need to get new actors. They could use that special effects thing where they de-age them. A oh, like a, in chapter two. Well, it's kind of like a it chapter two like style. Yeah, right, right. Like like it chapter two, like the Irishman, where they where they de-age the older actors. Um, so he destroys the camera, and did you notice that his friends ripped the the photos up? And mm -hmm. uh, Nancy picked up the one that had a picture of Barb. Barb yes. and she was sitting on the she, diving board. She didn't pick up the ones where literally she was half naked in the shot. No, she picked up Barb. <laughs> well, she's worried about Barb. Barb's out there. Barb's in the upside down. Did we don't know if she's dead or alive. She was gone at that point? What's that? Did she notice that she was gone at that point? Uh, no. Yeah, because she got to school and the desk was empty. Oh. She's like, where's Barb? And she came home. Yeah, and her, she didn't and her know mom's until like, she got to school. Her mom's like, like, you can tell me. And later on, she does eventually tell her something about Barb, right? Which I yeah. think was after the whole ripping the, the yeah. photos part. But, you know, she picks up the, the picture, the ripped picture of Barb. Uh, what else? Naked shot on the floor. She left the half. Well, that was ripped, though, but still. Yeah. And it was just, you couldn't tell who it, who it was in that picture. Yeah. Maybe she was true. hoping that. She's really thin, that actress is. Have you noticed very that? Mm -hmm. Very, very mm -hmm. thin. But I, you know, I'm not trying to trying to shame her or anything. So, uh, what actress of Nancy, if you're watching this, we're not shaming you. <laughs> yes, let's make that perfectly, perfectly clear. Some people just, you know, are thinner than, than others, and she, she's she's thin. She's thinner than most. So, uh, Nancy does encounter the demigorgon. Demigorgon. She goes to Steve's house, and she's walking around the back. Well, we don't know yeah. what it is. She's well, yeah, I'm assuming it's, it could be like a bigfoot. Or a bunny. It could be a bunny. It could be a bunny. You don't know. It could be lots of things. Um, we'll just assume it's a demogorgon. Hmm? We'll just what? assume it's a demogorgon. Okay, so last time, if you guys remember, I talked about like acting to know what it was. Yeah. I was wrong. What oh, I was thinking is that I thought it was a Wendigo. Because oh. it was similar to the Untold Dawn's Wendigo. If you've oh. ever seen that, they not. look very similar. But I actually looked into it when it goes more, and it's not at all like the Until Dawn one. That's it like a Native American. Yeah, it looks uh, like deer almost. What do they call those like fake animals? Like cryptids? Yeah. Crypto or something? They're, they're cryptids. Cryptids. Here's a bigger though. Yes. Cryptonite. Cryptocurrency. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, I think we've. Oh, and of course, there's oh, the. Cool. Mine doesn't have one. The, the end of the the episode cool. um so at the at the end of the episode um i should put my earbud back in uh the, the boys tell love and they're gonna meet her after school at like some fence and they're gonna go looking mm. for will i guess again right well yeah. yeah and then that's when they go to like that quarry 
and the police officers pull something out of the water, don't they? And it is. And it is. Uh, who who wants to re reveal it? It's awful, isn't it? It's a dead body. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, everything's solved. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, so, so they pull. I did not like that. I did not like no. seeing them pull the child's lifeless body out of the water and they put it in that thing and it was soaking wet. I did that. That. that was awful. Can I go off topic here for a second? Yeah. All right, how so? Okay, so you know the Dark Knight when Two Face dies? Uh, no. Yeah. Yes, I do. Well, the actor who played him actually was like smiling when he was when he closed his eyes because you know he's not dead. But so they went, so they edited his actual smirk off because when you die, you actually like frown. You don't actually smile. Right? Oh, because most of They didn't show Will Byers' face. You're not. You're, they did not. You're not saying that he had a smile or a, a frown. I know. I'm just saying that because you know. Yeah. But and then, we'll see. So they pull the lifeless body out. They they. See it. Um, what's this? Mike gets gets mad or upset. Mm -hmm. Yeah, takes off on his bike. He kind of blames Eleven, I think. Yeah, yeah. Blames, blames Eleven. Yeah, says you know you've been telling. And us then Dustin power. and uh, the other guy are kind of like, Lucas, no, don't do this. And yeah, like they were like they were kind of like mean towards Eleven or the what is his name? Mike. Mike. No, not Mike. The other uh, the Lucas. The guy. Isn't that Lucas? Yeah. But Lucas was kind of like rude toward Eleven. Where oh yeah, yeah, Eleven. yeah. And then, and then in that scene, he's not as rude. Or he's anything. not as rude. Yeah. Plus, right before that, that's when they were like hiking through the woods with their bikes, and uh, Mike and Eleven were were talking. You know, and I, I was like, friends don't lie. And he had the he had the little mark on his chin from when he <laughs> fell down earlier on the on the he rock. Right, he was pushed by those bullies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, he tripped actually. And then she asked him about it, and he didn't want to say it at first. And she's like, "Friends don't lie," and he's like, "All right, fine." The bullies knocked me down. Um, and then uh, I think right after that is when Dustin and is it Lucas? I think it's uh, Lucas. Okay. Yeah, they kind of like are making fun of Mike, saying that he likes a eleven <laughs> or something. So yeah, yeah. So uh, and they pull, so they pull Will's uh, body out of the. Uh, water and it's awful. So you have Barb, who we don't know what happened to her, but it doesn't look good for her. And you have Will, and his body gets pulled out of the water. Benny's been dead for a long time. Question for Benny? Yes, question. Since since you watched all the other seasons, does Barb appear at all? Well, do you want me to spoil this for you? I don't want to. I don't want to. No, I'm just just you. asking some yes or no question. Does she reappear once and never again? Um, okay. Or at least I don't think so. I don't remember if she's on. Any more episodes in season one? Yeah. But eventually she stops showing up. I feel like I'm giving away too much interpretation here. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. Like, I'm just asking because, like, like you don't know. Because, like, if you said that, then you're like, then I'm like, okay, she's not dead. She's in somewhere. She's in the upside down. Well, she's in the upside down. She's again. Yeah. She's huh? again. So is uh, okay. so is uh, Will. He's in the upside down too. Mm -hmm. But he's not dead. He's well, not he's, right because he's communicating he's, he's with the. He's great at hiring. I at it. Wait, I do have a question though about that. What is your question? Or like a thing, like because the demogorgon went through the wall into the regular world, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. So, why why didn't the demogorgon attack Will when he was in the the upside down? Um. Maybe he did, or maybe Will's hiding, or he's hiding so well the demogorgon is just blind and can't see him. Maybe he's maybe he's in the sofa. Does this thing have eyes? It does well, not. Because they were mentioning that they shoot it in the eyes, and like this oh, thing yeah. doesn't have eyes. His, uh, I forget what he called it. His wrist rocket or something. Oh yeah. Okay, I have a there I have a no. question. Yes. Okay. Sure. Uh, how does the Demogorgon identify like find people. Is it via sound like white place? Blood. Uh, well, there's the scene where Barb cut her finger and the blood fell into the into the pool, and then that seemed to attract the Demogorgon. How did yeah. it find Will though? Well, Will uh, ran into it, and then it started chasing. He ran into that little shed, and it was already in there, or it came through the wall. I came through the wall. He wasn't bleeding though, right? Uh, he no, ran he into it. Yeah, 
And then, like, you know how Hopper had the scene where he was like, like he was trying to get something, and then the, the other cops interrupted him. Like maybe. Oh yeah, I assume it just went after him because he kind of lives out in the in the woods, and it apparently came from another dimension that I think. 11 or some kind of weird scientific experiment opened up a door to the other dimension. Oh yeah, we've seen that in the episode too. They, they keep on showing inside that facility that weird wall where it looks like there's this ugly gr growth coming out of it. And it looks center, alive. Yeah, and in the center it looks like you could like kind of force your way through some and kind of- And then there's like the, the little white poof things that are around that are, in the air. In the air falling every, right. When you start seeing those, that's a It bad looks thing. like intense pollen. <laughs> like so Wait, much. Right. I have another question though. If, if you're allergic a... to pollen, you don't want to go to the upside down. Yeah. No. So I do, I do the thing though, because like What's when you though? with the 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 camera goes through the vent and then there's a fan and oh, then it yeah. goes into there. So are those that's you know flumes coming out or something? I think so. I mean, or maybe it's like there's like a block in it or something. I don't know if it like they have to come directly out. Or if, like, the underground just kind of makes its presence known and it's just already there. I don't know. It's it's not real well. Well, I mean, there's not, a, like, any specific rules on how you get back and forth from one to the other. Like, sometimes it goes through the wall, the Demogorgon. Sometimes uh, Will can communicate with electricity, with the lights turning on and off. There's that weird thing on the wall with the ugly growth coming coming out of it. Um, when they in the very first episode at the beginning, when that scientist was in the elevator, it kind of felt like the underground or the underground. The upside down was like everywhere, maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's I feel like the upside down, like I said earlier, last episode, it was yeah. like a different dimension. Yeah, you can like interact uh, right, with it, right? But nece not necessarily be there right like there's correlations between the two worlds and combining into one. i really like that explanation you but the separation yeah. between the two is what makes them the way they are right 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 kind of like and again i keep going back to this i saw this show well, many years ago where they're talking about you know two-dimensional versus three-dimensional and in a full, full flat world where the entire planet is flat and the people are are, are flat a three-dimensional being could go flying overhead and just like land there and from the 2d perspective they would just appear out of thin, thin air you know so it's beyond three-dimensional our three-dimensional understanding mm -hmm. so it could be fourth dimensional it could be fourth it could be fifth dimensional it could be a millionth dimensional <laughs> oh oh that means dizzy tanner how many I, dimensions are there tanner <laughs> a lot. No, Tanner, stop. Too many. All right. Anything? All right. Anything else to say about this episode? Evan, you have you were saying so? Oh, sorry. Uh, you, you were saying something about like uh that factory or room or whatever that had the growth in it and like the pollen, like yeah, in the air. In the air. Uh, how are we sure that that is just not like a big fungus or like an infection, like a big cancerous growth? It like does. Maybe, yeah. it maybe it's COVID. It does. <laughs> <laughs> it does, does kind of look like fungus and a cancerous growth. I like I like that uh, analogy because it does seem to be like once you get a little bit, it spreads. You know, and it's dangerous. Obviously, like cancer is. And COVID. And co and COVID is dangerous. It's probably COVID. All right. COVID Started in the 80s. An analogy for uh, it was the very first version of co the first variant of COVID. <laughs> it wasn't COVID one. It was COVID 83. That's where patient zero's from, guys. <laughs> yeah. The Demogorgon's patient zero. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Oh, and I do want to point out at the end of that episode, there's a song that uh, plays, and I recognize the artist because I guess you could call me a fan. Uh, it's the song Heroes. Are you familiar with David Bowie or his song Heroes? I only know a meme of someone <laughs> roasting someone else for having their entire playlist that David they Bowie? last listened to just being Dave. Oh, wait, I'm thinking of Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know. I, I've heard of David Bowie, but I've never heard of the song. Do not compare David, Jimmy Buffett and David Bowie. Totally. totally <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. Well, it's not. It's not David Bowie performing it. It's uh, another 
uh, English musician, Peter Gabriel, who did the song Shock the Monkey, which probably doesn't mean anything to I No. Nope. Uh, yeah, that's his cover of Heroes. In 2010, look this up, Peter Gabriel had an album that was called um, Scratch My Back, where he covered other songs. And then he was going to have another album called And I'll Scratch Yours, where other artists covered his songs. Uh, and he wanted them to come out at the exact same time, but he couldn't get enough people interested in covering his songs. Where does it say? Um, I saw him in concert a long time ago at the Rosemont or somewhere in Rosemont. I don't know if it's called the Rosemont Theater or the Horizon or whatever. Uh, but it's an interesting cover, I thought. Mm. So I just wanted to throw that out there and listen to some good music. Peter, Peter Gabriel and <laughs> David Foley. You're not going on Spotify right now as soon as I say that. Oh, we're, we're recording. That's perfectly fine. All right. Would you like to uh, do the um, MK Ultra quiz that I have for you? Because I do have a meeting I, I got to get to. Would you be interested in this then? It'd be funny if you said no, and we decided no. But if we, we can do the MK Ultra quiz. Well, because well, it's already one thirty. It is already. Do you do you have to go? I'm probably going to be leaving at one forty. One forty. All right, Tanner. How about you? I mean, I guess I can stay. We don't have to do all of them. We can just do like. Wait, let's do like a couple of them. I mean. All right. Yeah, sure. Well, then I'm going to ask some questions, and they're all related to MK Ultra, the uh, CIA mind control uh, program that gave people high doses of psychoactive drugs, especially LSD, electroshocks, hypnosis, sensory deprivation, etc. And they were trying to, uh, I don't know, create like like a mind control kind of. No, thing. stay away from Billy, the drug dealer. He gives you mind control drugs. Question number number one for you. In uh, the Jason Bourne books and movies, uh, those are kind of based on some MK, MK Ultra tech techniques. So if you remember the first movie, have you seen the, the Jason Bourne movies? No. What are they called? In the first one, he kind of wakes up and he's not sure who he is or what he's what he's been doing. So he's kind of been, you know, mind mind controlled by the by the governments. Uh, the movies, they star the actor Matt Damon who played an actor playing the Marvel character Loki <laughs> in what movie? In what movie did Matt Damon play, not Loki himself, but an actor portraying Loki? I have no clue. It's a Marvel Comics movie, and I know we I know what it is. Tell me what it is. Thor Ragnarok. All right, and then Evan? What? <laughs> did you, sorry. Did you have an answer? Or no. We're talking about basically MK Ultra, uh, which is a CIA. Uh, CIA mind control. Program. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, and I think somewhere along that. Sorry, just a little off topic. They also, along with like the LSD test for people, they I think yeah. did an LSD test on cats just to see what would happen. Wow. Hey, your cat awesome. has a uh, stocking cap on. All right, here, here is my uh, second one. And again, it refers to Marvel since we've talked about Marvel a lot. Wait, was I right or no? You were right. Yes, it's Thor Ragnarok. Nicely done. All right, on the TV show Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, that show refers to MK Ultra. That show stars Clark Gregg as Agent Coulson. Yeah. Agent Coulson was killed, but he got Aww. better. And what movie was Agent Coulson killed in? First Avengers movie. Tanner was the first to answer. And Tanner, you are correct. It was the first Avengers movie. Come All on. Right. Everybody's favorite character was Agent Coulson. Right. Here's, After he died. Here's another question for you. In the video game, Call of Duty Black Ops, have you guys played that game before? I have played that game. Tanner, you I played it a little. Evan? Have you played it? I haven't played Black Ops. Okay. I've so played in Call of Duty Black Ops, uh, part of the storyline of that game, which I've never played, I looked this up, is uh, the Soviet Union attempts to turn the protagonist of that game, Alex Mason, into a Soviet sleeper agent with orders to assassinate President John F. Kennedy. In April of 1961, Kennedy authorized an attempt to overthrow the government of Fidel Castro 
in the failed things invasion in what country? Russia. Tanner says Russia. All right. What was the word said? The Bay of Pigs invasion? President Fidel Castro? John F. Kennedy? Wanted to overthrow their government? Fidel Castro. That's a Spanish name. It is. Evan, do you have an answer? Uh, I'm saying like Cuba, I guess. I said like Peru because isn't Peru, Peru. wasn't that a Soviet-run state? Well, not um, Soviet, communist state. Is, yeah, I think I think you are correct. I gotta tell you the answer though. Evan is correct. It was Cuba. Oh, invasion wow. in Cuba. So so far, Tanner has two. Evan has uh, one. Uh, let me give you another one. All right. So, oh, this is a weird one. So um, on Netflix, which is where you watch Stranger Things, uh, there's a miniseries called Wormwood. It's like an six or eight episode miniseries. It tells the story of Frank Olsen and MK Ultra. MK Ultra did, like, gave him some LSD, and he eventually jumped out a hotel window and killed himself. Oh. That's all that actually happened. Uh, that series, Wormwood, is directed by Errol Morris, whose very first movie was a 1978 documentary called Gates of Heaven, which is about what unusual type of a cemetery. So what unusual type of cemetery was the focus of the movie 1978, Gates of Heaven? Um, Don't look it up on your phone, Tanner. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not. Uh, ch a church cemetery. Or a church cemetery. That's pretty unusual. Uh, was it a? Friend? Oh wait, Evan. Uh, was it a pet cemetery? All right, Evan says a pet cemetery. And how about Ren? I don't know any cemeteries. Uh, uh, you know what? Evan, a great friend of mine. <laughs> You're going with a pet cemetery. All right, Evan and Ren are correct. It was a pet cemetery. Nicely done. All right, here's another uh, question because you guys are staying here till till when? Uh, one forty. Okay. On Dexter's Laboratory, did you watch that show? Ooh, yes. Dexter's Laboratory. Yes. Right. On an episode of Dexter's uh, Laboratory, that uh, Dexter ends up accidentally mind controlling himself. Like you know, MK Ultra. He falls asleep listening to a record, and it um, skips. And when he wakes up in the morning, he's only able to say the words "omelette du fromage" over and over again. So that is a French word for what type of omelette? Omelette du fromage is French for what type of omelette? Do we have any answers? <laughs> Uh, I gotta think about this. I gotta go back to French. Fromage. Omelette means obviously. Omelette. Yeah. means of. And fromage. F R O M A G E. Evan, do you have an answer? R O. How do you spell it? Hmm? What's that? F R O M A G E. Is it an omelet of cheese? All right, Evan said an omelet of cheese. I, I actually, I think that is right. You I'm going to say pork. I'm going to say a pork. A pork omelet? Pork omelet. All right, and then what's Ren saying? Are you saying cheese like Evan, or are you saying I'm something I'm pretty else? sure I think from all the cheese, it sounds correct. All right, well, the answer... Once again, Evan and Ren are corrected as a cheese omelet. He's only able to say All right, here's another one since we have time. Uh, the rapper Lupe Fiasco references MK Ultra in his song They Resurrect Over Nanu, which was released on his album Tetsuo and Youth in January of 2015. Tetsuo is a reference to Tetsuo Shima, the antagonist from what classic cyberpunk manga? So I'm looking for the name of the classic cyberpunk manga. Also made into a movie, too. So what, what is the name called? Tetsuo. What is it like? Tetsuo Shima. 
is the antagonist from what classic cyberpunk manga and anime? It was made in. Is it like? I have a couple of guesses, like Evangelia. Well, I, I need one answer, please. Oh no! One Isn't answer. it from Akira? All right, I heard Evan gave me an answer. Evan said Akira. Oh. All right, what's Ren saying? I'm gonna go with Evan's answer. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna go with Evan's answer. Wait. But I'm not gonna do that again. You're not gonna do that. Because I'm gonna take it by two. Evan probably right today. All right. Yeah. So with them. My best guess would probably be like Evangelion then. All right. Uh, it's not Evan Evangelion. There might be. Tatsuo Shima in that, but the answer I was looking for again, that is correct. It is Kira. Oh, yeah, I just have to agree with Evan. <laughs> yeah, Evan's probably right. All right, here's iconic. Yeah, all right, here's another one. The TV show The X Files. Have we ever seen The X Files before? I've, I think I might actually have. It has several references to MK Ultra. The show does. The show was created by Chris Carter, who is making currently making a X Files um, spinoff, which is set in a city, the largest in New Mexico. What city is the largest in New Mexico? Oh, what's the capital? Oh crap! I know, but I don't know. Tanner knows, but he doesn't know. Evan, any guesses? No. All right. I don't know. I should let I should let Evan go Evan go last. <laughs> you should let Evan go last. Yeah. He it and then uh, you guys aren't aren't too bad about it. But so any any ideas the city in New Mexico? Oh no. In New Mexico. I think San Juan is a place. Right. I San Juan is your answer. Uh, I don't I don't remember anything. I'm only thinking of like San Antonio down, but that's in Texas. It was in Texas. Would you, San Ma Santa Monica? There. Would you, would you like a hint? You know what? Actually, yeah. Discard my answer. Give me a hint. <laughs> first letter of the answer. Sure. All right. Now then, the first letter is A. Does that change anything? Alamo. All right. Alamo is an answer. Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you remember the no, that's still the Texas place. All right, I'm going to have to move on in a second here. Is it yeah. Albuquerque? Albuquerque is correct. I'm going to have to give that to Evan. Evan yeah, is going that that at this game. All right, I'm going to end with... Uh, ooh, some of these are a little obscure. Uh, let's go with... Uh, how about... Um, this is current. All right. Uh, another... Movie and book that references MK Ultra is Stephen King's Firestarter. In Firestarter, a young couple is given hallucinogens in a military experiment. It gives them psychic power, and then later, the daughter they give birth to, uh, she develops the, the power of uh, psycho, no, sorry, pyrokinesis, the ability to start fires with the mind. Hence, the name Firestarter. Uh, her daughter in that movie is played by this actress who was in E.T., the extraterrestrial, ever after, 51st days, and now currently hosts her own daytime talk show. Who is this uh, actress? Any idea? Daytime talk show. Daytime talk show, yes. She was in Ever After. She was in 51st Dates. Uh, she was in Ch Charlie's Angels. Uh, the old one, the old Charlie's Angels with um, Cameron Diaz and Lucy Liu. I have no clue. No idea. Tanner? Any well, idea? I mean, no. the Charlie's Angels, you just practically gave us the answer by oh, uh, giving us two, it. which could be wrong or right. It's a one in three chance. All right. So, so then who's, what's the answer, Evan? Lucy Liu. I have no oh. idea. I, I'm not good with actresses. No, or actors. It's not Lucy Liu. It is not Cameron Diaz. It is Drew Barrymore. Oh. No, you don't know who that is? Oh, sorry. No, All right. And then uh, everything else, if you don't know Drew Barrymore, I don't know if you're going to know. I can I can ask this one. In the opening scene of Pineapple Express, you know this movie? No. no. Bill Hader is given marijuana in a military experiment. Bill Hader... Co-starred in Dave, or sorry, co-starred as Dave 
in another movie about a backyard stuntman whose dream is to dump a motorcycle over 15 school buses. What is this? Oh no, I've seen this movie. And it's got uh, Andy Samberg. Isn't it the one about the evil guy? The, Can, is it is it Knievel or something? Evil Knievel, no. It's a comedy, though. Oh, I said Eagle. Eagle? No, it's, there's no Eagle. Oh, what he, does, he does envision animals at certain parts. I don't think an eagle is. I do know, I do know this, though. Seven, like, have you seen this movie? Carla made me watch it. She made Evan, you, I just don't remember the name of it. Are you familiar with the movie starring Bill Hader and Andy Samberg? Andy Samberg wants to jump a bike over 15 buses. Is Evan there? Evan? He's there. Evan? Should I tell you the answer then? Sure. Yeah. The answer is Hot Rod. I know that. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna have to wrap this up. I think. All right. All right. Can you guys hear me now? Sorry about that. Oh yeah, there you are. We can hear you now. Here's the very last one, and then we'll have to end this. On the TV show The West Wing, which I don't know if you've ever seen an episode, uh, White House Press Secretary C.J. Craig in an episode investigates MK Ultra. C.J. Craig is played by Walt, six foot, six foot tall actress who starred on the CBS show Mom. And she won the 2018 Best Supporting Actress Oscar for the movie I, Tanya. Oh, no. <laughs> these are two obscure parts. <laughs> That's no. why I skipped these in the beginning. They're no, uh, I'm good. I don't is think Tanya knows. Uh, is it the blonde mom or the brunette mom? Uh, well, she's very tall. She's six foot tall. Okay. Evan, you, you don't know who this is, do you? Who is no, it? Not he was on CBS's mom, and she won the Oscar for I, Tanya. It is Allison Janney. Allison uh, you don't even know who that is. Okay. Um, oh, no. Well, All right. Well, uh, I think the winner of that is definitely Evan. Evan got one, two, three, four, five of them. Oh, my God. I've literally seen I, I mean, I get oh uh, You got one, two, uh, three. Evan hasn't even seen the show yet. <laughs> he hasn't even oh, seen yes. it. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're going to have to wrap that up. Um, I have a meeting in a couple minutes. I have to get to you guys. I got go to go. To go. So, right, okay. See you, Evan. All right. Thanks, yeah. Evan, for joining us. And uh, remember, we are having a, our, we're sending our thoughts and prayers to Benny. Benny. Mm -hmm. What about Barb? And maybe. Barb, Barb, maybe. And will. All right. Will. The list just keeps getting longer. Slowly. <laughs> uh, the police officers that are living Yeah. There's someone else we're missing. The daughter. And the daughter. All right. Daughter. All right. So a moment of silence for and sending out our thoughts and prayers to them. Hi. I hope you enjoyed that episode of the podcast. Our intro and outro music is from the song I Found Love, which is by the Yolks, off their album Introducing the Yolks, and that song's available via creativecommons.com.